0: I mean, obviously, nobody could have predicted that we'd uh, be in a, in a health crisis that we're in at the moment and that we would need to move our services uh, online in such a fast manner, given the fact that uh, the normal service to our centres has been uh, shut down for months and months on end. So <clears throat> given the system that we currently have in place, we moved to uh, get online tests Uh, through the pro proctor system as quickly as we possibly could and to start a pilot trial on that. And we have always acknowledged that this is something That is a temporary measure until we can roll out a new platform later in the year and until we can do that we can only offer this on a limited basis acknowledging that there are constraints and that the only solution to dealing with the backlog of people who are waiting for a driver theory test is to reopen the centres and allow us then to add in the additional capacity that would deal with that backlog and just to put it in context We're looking at moving from a pre-COVID situation of an an average of 15,000 tests per month to a a, a service level that would deliver 50,000 tests per month across our network in the driver theory test centres. So we acknowledge that there are shortcomings to the current online system, but we will be updating it and expanding it and making it more accessible later on in the year. Until then... They are the limitations, and unfortunately, while it may be a source of frustration, it is a temporary measure, and at least we're able to provide some level of theory test appointments uh, to our customers. But it's 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 not it's not a solution, and it's not a an alternative or replacement to the necessity to open up the driver theory tests themselves and allow us to introduce the additional capacity.
1: Yeah, because I do want to talk about those physical tests and I suppose particularly the location that some people are expected to travel for those tests. But just coming back to this this system, um, as you say, look, it's a temporary one at the moment, but on the Pro Proctor website, it does state that it is available to use on iOS systems, which is statistically the most popular because of iPads, iP- uh, you know, iPhones, etc. Et so what is it about the RSA um, use of this system which means it's, it's dependent on a Windows-based system?
0: There are some accessibility features on the Pro Proctor system that are not supported by Apple Mac and that's the problem. So we need to have a, a different alternative solution that facilitates that. And that's the real reason why it cannot, at this stage, be supported on, on Apple Mac.
1: Okay, so just and a bit more about this system. You're saying accessibility. Presumably that means accessibility to, to microphones, cameras, so that people can be observed while they're doing the test? It
0: people need the
1: questions read out to them. Ah, okay, sorry. Yeah. Um so you mean accessibility from that point of view. Okay, I understand. Yeah. And and I suppose yeah. um just for people that will be going in to do this test like what does this is this system an automated system I'm presuming that um, because uh, just reading up on it um, the just on the PDF that you uh, the, is on the your website. Um, you know, it does say that look if there's anybody else in the room, it they will disqualify you yeah. basically from your test. So, uh, you know, a couple of different uh, guidelines Along that 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 road, um, yeah. so so how does this system? Where is it an automated system? Is there somebody on the other end that's that's observing you, or, or how does this work for people that will be doing that test?
0: Yeah, there are invigilators, and there's an invi- I think there's a, there's a, an invigilator for every eight candidates who are taking the test. So there will be someone there at the start of the setup of the test uh, to make sure. You know, as you can appreciate, it's an exam situation hmm. uh, that there's. Uh, I suppose that the environment is sterile and that the. Test can proceed, and that there's no uh, risk to the integrity of the test, because that's that's really the important thing here. Uh, that's uh, that that has to be satisfied for us to be able to conduct what is effectively a remote exam that's normally done in a physical location where uh, people can be observed to make sure that there's no cheating, and as I said, to maintain the integrity of the test.
1: Um, Brian, can I ask you? I suppose just about the you are saying that you'll be moving to your own platform later on in the year. And this system is temporary, but will the RSA be looking at using online tests more in the future? Because it seems like something that, if it works and if it's available, certainly makes it probably a lot easier for people, particularly people like most people that are doing their driver theory test aren't driving. Um, so you know they're 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 trying to to find a way in that, especially in rural areas. So will this be another option? Do you expect for people in future that will be able to to avail of this, get their theory done? Um, and then be able to kind of get their provisional license and and, and go from there.
0: Yeah most certainly and I think you know that was a strategy that we were you know implementing anyway as an organisation uh, moving to more uh, digitisation and, on, and online delivery of our services we have that at the moment with uh, with you know the, the booking of the driving test and also the driver licensing uh, application system uh, as well so yes we do want to move more and more of our theory test online and, and certainly we'll have the facility and the capacity uh, to be able to deliver or to accommodate all our customers online from later on in the year so that yeah if you didn't want to go into a physical location you don't have to do so you can do it uh, I suppose from the comfort of your own home as they say.
1: Yeah and just on those physical locations because um, there's been I suppose there's been talks of people anecdotal talks of uh, people in Cork for an example being moved to Leitrim to get their test done Um, Mm. do you think think this is fair for people that, that aren't driving that they're they're depending on somebody else to be able to drop them up and travel what is quite a long distance uh, to to get their initial theory test done.
0: Yeah, I've heard of those examples and I'll be honest with you, Kevin, we're we're talking about a handful of anomalies and outliers here in the context of, you know, over 100,000 driver theory tests that we've booked in with customers over the next uh, three months. So in a situation like that, No, we don't expect a customer to drive all that way. Um, But when the customer contacts us and explains the situation, we're only too happy to accommodate and and, and switch it to a, a location that's that's more convenient, and and I think that's that's, that's the important thing to say I suppose in that regard. Um, you know the centres are there. Um, you know they are in, in the majority of cases within a reasonable distance of our customers. And of course the thing to bear in mind is that hopefully it's only it's only something you'll ever have to do once.
1: Yeah, well hopefully indeed, and and I suppose so. You're you're are you confident that I suppose people that will be in a position where they will have to ring and and re- book that it won't be a case of being shoved to the end of the line that they don't risk p- no. postponing a date no. no okay
0: no no not 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 at all uh kevin and, and i suppose something else to mention as well that anyone who has a booking for a physical location um that if they you know go for for an online uh and on opt for an online or get an online appointment that's uh the, the appointment in the um in, in the physical center is 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 uh is um is transferred and 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 that spot is freed up for someone else then to 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 take so you know we we can accommodate you know there won't be any situations where there'll be a double a double booking where someone could be booked into a physical center and then book themselves into a uh, for an online test as well so that will free up capacity within the centers as well and and, and be able to offer people more um Uh, more tests in in the physical centres when they
1: open. Um, I suppose just from uh, our local point of view we have Tipperary TD Maddie McGrath who's been I suppose quite critical of the RSA and the Department of Transport about this 100,000 people on the waiting list. Um, I suppose he's been critical throughout, throughout the pandemic of the lack of kind of Saturday bookings, or the that there that there are more resources put in to allow more um driver um what's the Death testers for the want of a better word, there's a better any there's a better word for it. I can't, but I can't think of it for a, a driver tester to come in on a weekend and for them to work potentially overtime to to get to start clearing some of that backlog. Um, and I suppose critical as well of the the fact that the government hasn't. Mentioned as a, as a as a as an essential service in his opinion, it's it's a it's, it's probably the most essential service to try and keep our economy going. Um, I suppose first of all, um, in reaction to to those invigilators not being uh, or not working on the weekend, was was that a strategic decision by the RSA or was it a lack of resources? And I suppose second part of the question then is, I suppose, were you disappointed yourself that the RSA, that driver tests and and theory tests weren't given a uh, an essential status and its uh, you know an essential service status that that would allow them probably um to continue to, no matter what the restrictions were
0: yeah i think there's two services wrapped up in that question yeah, that sorry, you're right. the first one is in relation to the driver theory test Look, I mean the government has designated the driver theory test a non essential service and and they have uh, uh, instructed it to be to be closed to you know um, uh, during the current health crisis and uh, look we're, we're as frustrated as as our customers not being able to open up and offer, uh, offer our customers our, our normal service. but what we have said is that when we are given the green light to open up we're going to significantly ramp up our resources um, and the number of tests we're offering from 15,000 pre-COVID per month to 50,000 per month. So in effect, when you have over 100,000 people uh, you know, waiting for a test, uh, we, we can clear the backlog in three months, uh, Kevin. So I, I think we have certainly thrown uh, the kitchen sink at, uh, at adding the additional resources and capacity into the driver theory test. In relation to the driving test, The government has has still instructed us to uh, prioritise essential workers only in the driving test, and it's really only now, from the end of the month, that the government has given us the green light to start bringing in, in, in batches of about a thousand, uh, uh, non-essential workers into the driving test. And, and look, we welcome that, but again, we, we, we have to follow the government uh, restrictions and guidelines, and, and, and in terms of what we can, uh, what we can do, and, and who we can test. But in terms of fully reopening, we have um, uh, been given sanction for uh, an additional. 40 driver testers that's in addition to the 138 that we currently have and we will have the first batch of 20 testers on the pitch um, in early June and a second batch in early uh, July and they're going to add significantly to our ability to tackle the backlog. Now in addition to that we're looking at opening up um, uh, 18 driving test centres. Now they're really supplementing the test centres that are already there. They're not really new test centres just so that we're able to uh, you know um accommodate the extra staff that we have uh, that are coming on the pitch because obviously in a workplace and we're still having to deal with covid-19 protocols we have to be mindful of the amount of people and the amount of staff we have in in in, 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 in you know in 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 our in our um centers around the country so we're looking at uh, opening up uh, centers near where there are existing centers so we can accommodate the extra staff and the extra numbers of people that are coming forward for the driving test. So what we're hoping is that we'll be able to get down to a national average waiting time for a driving test of about uh, 12 to, to, to 14 weeks uh, by the end of the year. Um, and, you know, the pre-COVID uh, the, the situation that we said we would have is an average waiting time of about 10 weeks. That's, that's the normal uh, average waiting time that we've committed to.
1: Okay. And I suppose finally, Brian, and thanks for taking the call. Um, was I do appreciate It's great to get some of those things cleared up. Um, you were just saying there about some of those additional uh, test centres. Do we have um, an idea of the locations for those yet? Are there any in the southeast that we can expect in the five counties down here?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't have the specifics. I, I just know from talking to colleagues that we're looking at an, an additional 18 um, centres to supplement the centres that we have uh, currently in place. And uh, I, I would imagine that they will be published shortly. And, uh, yeah, we, we I, I think the important thing is that, you know, if a customer is being called forward for a test and, uh, you know, it'll be made clear where that test is and they'll be given clear instructions about where to go. That's the critical piece. But I think it is important to say that when we do start taking... Non- non-essential uh, workers in for the test, we will be doing so on the basis of who's been longest in the queue. Mm. And even when we do open up and resume full normal service and we're able to bring in, you know, everybody, you know, uh, you know regardless of status, you know, it's important to say that it will be uh, whoever's been waiting longest will be offered a test date first. And that's, that's absolutely critical to ensure fairness and transparency in, 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 in allocating test slots.